Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. I'm kind of a big deal. Whenever you hear the music, Colin, take it away. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome into this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you. Brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home. That has probably served our area since 1880. Apologize if you're watching on TV 10 and on the TV 10 Facebook page. Having some technical difficulties today as we should be back up here now, but uh, had some technical difficulties switching over to the show. Uh, but uh, 1220, we'll be joined by uh, Hedgesville girls basketball head coach Matt Faircloth. And then at 1230, new mark, well, two new head coaches, basically. Head yeah. coach Matt Faircloth, we talked to him in the summer when he officially was named head coach uh, for the Hedgesville girls basketball team after uh, being the football coach as he's been for the last few years. And then now at 1230, uh, the new girls basketball coach at Martinsburg High School, Ronnie Fitzpatrick, will join us as well as the girls basketball season has already begun in the Mountain State, guys. Yeah, a few scrimmages going on. No. Games, real games started. Was it started. an official game yesterday? Yeah, I believe okay. two days ago games officially started. Okay. And I know uh, Hedgesville is on the road today. Let me see where Coach Fairclaw said that they were. Because uh, he was thinking about coming in here to do the show. Um, I believe they're at do the show live, Greenbrier East. Yes, he said they were on their way to Greenbrier is what he said. He said, uh, he said we'll be on the road. We're at Greenbrier East. So... Uh, we'll have him on the phone. We'll have Rodney, Ronnie Fitzpatrick as well. But uh, first, we'll turn our attention to Shepherd football. We'll have the broadcast tomorrow in the Super Region 1 final from IUP, the rematch of the PSAC championship game as the Rams take on the Crimson Hawks. And Nick, uh, it's a 12.30 pregame, 1 p.m. kickoff. It'll be our final broadcast as if Shepard continues, the uh, four-letter network will take over with the plus. Yeah, uh, as Shepard... Um, plays this, you know, big rematch against IUP. Obviously, you know, you're familiar with the opponent. Uh, Dwayne Brown should be out there for IUP, who was their Harlan Hill nominee. So they didn't have him in that first game. Rain is kind of in the forecast. I don't think it will be as much rain as last time, but it I could definitely still play a factor. I was looking for you guys yesterday. I was looking for you guys yesterday, and I believe it's supposed to tail off when the game starts. Yeah, that's what it's it supposed to be in the like morning. But it's more of a morning rain. You never know, and it could, you know, pop up sporadically. But uh, still, will be kind of wet field conditions, so we'll see uh, if that plays any factor. But I think really, you know, Shepard's going to have to stop the run, whether Dejour Stewart is back in the backfield for them or not on the IUP side. Uh, you know, Adam Hauser's played really good football, so you got to contain the running game first. But also with Brown out there, wide receiver. It plays a brand new factor into the game that you didn't have to worry about last time, and he's a big play wide receiver. Uh, you know, I think 16 touchdowns this season, so uh, he's definitely a guy that you got to watch out for on the outside. And you throw that, you know, issue in with how well IUP controlled the line of scrimmage in that first game, and it definitely uh, makes for a tough matchup. I think Shepard though has the better team. It's just going to come down to can it play a better game? And 
last time, you know, turnovers and not being able to run the ball, not being able to stop the run really played a difference. And you only lost by three. And it was probably the worst we've seen Shepard play this year. So considering all of that, I think And they made a, a comeback, though. Yeah, when they did make about a it, They played a very good fourth quarter, but they had to in order to for their chance to even win the game. Yeah, and you know, considering all that, I think if Shepard executes a little bit better, they can win, and they could have won that game uh, as bad as really Shepard played throughout that one. So it's a different kind of matchup, even though it's the same team, because you have Brown now on the other side, and I think weather won't be as big as a factor as it was last time. So it changes a few things. But the way Shepard's been able to get that balance the last couple of weeks, and I think are coming off of their best offensive performance of the season in terms of balance um, against a really good Slippery Rock team, the confidence is high for the Rams. I think they do go in and get this win, but it should be another close game and uh, should be fun. I agree I in the fact that last week I feel like was the best offensive performance for Shepard, and as Nick just mentioned earlier as well, and we've heard from Coach McCook on Monday Night Mayhem, they got to clean up the turnovers, which was an issue, and to why they lost against IUP three weeks ago. And after that, they have been able to clean up the turnovers. I believe they haven't even turned over the ball this entire past two weeks against New Haven as well as Slippery Rocks. So and I think if that, that trend continues, yeah. they should be fine, but it's a completely different team that you're going up against this week. The defense of you IUP have is a very tough defense. You've seen them. Now you can hopefully exploit the weaknesses that maybe you were able to find after watching the film from three weeks ago. So I also do think Shepard gets the win this time around. Yeah, and, uh, you know, one thing to point out is, you know, it's the second time you play a team, and, you know, that changes a lot um, when you when you do that. And, you know, for Shepard, I think that that game – that 24-21 loss in the PSAC championship game, in my mind, was a wake-up call to the team. Completely agree. Because you could have that loss. You didn't want that loss, but you could afford that loss in where you want to go and what you want to achieve this year. Because they knew their season wasn't done, and now they got to play more football, which I think playing more football... Uh, when it seems like your team is healthy, really healthy for the most part, except for you know a few key pieces, then I think playing more football is a good thing because it gets players, especially in that wide receiver bunch where you've got some guys that you're trying to throw in there for this year that you need to make an impact. You're, they're able to make impacts. Um, but Nick, on Wednesday we caught up with or you caught up with head coach Ernie McCook and a couple players. Uh, you want to play those? Yeah, let's start with the the head coach Ernie McCook. Really good opponent. We're going to go up there again. You know, we took one on the chin three weeks ago, and uh, we've got to play well. They're a great football team. Uh, we're going to have to take care of the football, not turn it over, play great on defense, stop the run, make them one-dimensional. So it's it's going to be tough sledding, but we're going to our kids are up for the challenge. And the only keys I can say is we go out there and, and just play our game, you know. We have a game plan, and we're going to stick with it, you know. If that's us passing the ball, then that's what we're going to do. we got to run the ball, we're going to run. Every play has to be acceptable, you know. everybody. Every play has to be on point. We have to do our job, all three phases, and that's about it. Be more physical. We need to be more physical on the inside, especially with these uh, big interior guys on their O-line. Also looking out for cut blocks. Cut, they, they love to cut on the uh, the interior, so just got to stay strong on the inside. 
for the sake of time, we just played those back-to-back, but that was head coach Ernie McCook, uh, running back Ronnie Brown, and uh, defensive lineman Nathan Muley, who a Jefferson alum. Um, wait, Jefferson alum? Yes. yes. I couldn't remember. I know there's a Washington guy on the team, I think. Uh, but, you know, you got you got those – you got the head coach, you got an offensive player and a defense player. You do that every week. Uh, but, you know, when you've seen a team before, you want to go go up against them again. I think that uh, to the team that loses, I think they have the most to take from it. Yeah, I think so because you're trying to improve on what you didn't do well the last time out. And, you know, Shepard did get pushed around a little bit last time, especially up front. So that's going to be really important for them to be a little bit more physical uh, from the defensive line. And you're not going to have Dwayne Grantham, which is a huge part of your defense. And when you're trying to stop the run, not having a linebacker that's had a great season uh, is really important. And you mentioned, Spencer, this wide receiver situation. You know, we don't know what Marlon Cook's status is or Ryan Beach is still not 100% probably. So... Uh, there's definitely some concerns on the shepherd side and you know when you look at the health um, so that is something to be aware of I think you're less concerned about the wide receivers not so much because Marlon Cook and Ryan Beach aren't important part of this teams but important part of the team but you pretty much had that situation last week against Slippery Rock and you still threw the ball for over 300 yards and you had the best player in the country playing quarterback for you who can make any wide receiver stand out. So while you want to have Cook and you want to have Beach healthy, uh, you know, wide receiver is the position group where you do have a lot of depth and you do have other guys in that room that can step up. And, of course, you have a great quarterback throwing the football to them. But I am concerned about not having Grantham because we don't know as much about those other linebackers. Well, and it's going to be important for Kevin Cowser to step up, I think, for Shepard. One point to make is do they – use another linebacker or they drop maybe bring another db in yeah that's op- that's an option i mean i Grantham guess it would is, just depends on what what uh slip or excuse me what iup is thrown to them i mean they're more of a pro style traditional offense they're gonna you know, give you those power formations of five formations and run the ball quite a bit so i would think that they're gonna go with another linebacker uh more so than uh, you know, try to spread it out because IUP is not really a spread football team. Um, so, you know, I look at guys like Kowser, JT, JT Komoyao, who's had some moments uh, this season, you know, in some mop-up roles. So we'll see. Uh, but it, it, not having Grantham out there, whether it be in pass coverage or defending the run, is a big loss because of how big of an impact he's made on, you know, in both of those parts of the game. Yeah. And what's uh, a hypothetical here? Say Shepard gets wins this game. We can talk about this as media. And uh, obviously we know the three out of the four uh, super regions have been chalk so far, right? Uh, except for the one, the uh, super region where West Florida, the number three seed, beat the number two seeded Delta State, and then un- unranked seeded uh, Wingate beat Benedict 23-6. to where do you think Shepard winds up here? Are we looking at a two max three most likely? Yeah, maybe yeah. the three or the four. I mean, I still don't know because it's tough to typically region one gets the four, but since we've had these upsets, probably the three for Shepard. Either way, you're going to have to go on the road to play a very good team in the semifinal. 
I agree. I feel yeah. like if they get the win, they'll probably be the three going up against uh, Colorado School of the Mines, who's my predicted winner to get the two seed. Do you think they'll beat Angelo State? Yes. Wow. Because, I mean, you basically have what what could always be the D2 championship in Grand Valley State, Ferris State. They're yeah, and the winner the of that super, gets the one. They're stuck no in this super re- the same super region mm-hmm. every year, but basically whoever wins that is is kind of the, the D2 champion every year. But that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford, and Martinsburg. They became number one by making you number one. First, go to ParsonsFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll be joined by Hedgesville girls basketball coach Matt Faircloth as they begin their season, the uh, I believe, Wednesday night, and they continue it tonight. We'll talk talk to him about where his girls are this year. It's, it's his first year stepping in. We'll be back in two minutes. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available from the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center, 400 West Stephen Street, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Department. It's the excitement of NCAA Division II football on TV10 featuring the Shepherd University Rams. We'll hand to Ronnie Brown. Ronnie Brown with a big hole. Ronnie Brown into New Haven territory. Nobody's going to catch Ronnie. Touchdown, Shepherd. Join us this Saturday, December 3rd, for a PSAC championship rematch as the Shepherd University Rams travel to IUP for the regional championship game. Kickoff is set for 1 p.m. with pregame coverage beginning at 12.30 on TV10 and WRNR-TV on YouTube. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV10 for your Friday, December 2nd, 2022. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you as always. And we're into December, which means... We're into basketball season, specifically girls' basketball season always gets going a week before, and we're now new head coach for the Hedgesville Eagles, Matt Faircloth. And Coach Faircloth, we talked to you in the summer, uh, kind of right after it was announced that you had taken over and had some off-season workouts, and now one game into the season, you guys started the season on Wednesday night, fell to Moorefield, uh, but uh, it's just your first game with a lot of these players, and I know you mentioned that a lot of them were young. Yeah. 
I mean, for for us, we went against a really good team in Moorfield. Uh, they returned all five of the starters. For us, you know, when I say we're young, we got four seniors and we're pretty much sophomore and freshman heavy after that. So, you know, growing each each day from the scrimmages, game one to you know where we're on the road now to Greenbrier to play another really good team. Coach, what are uh, some of the I guess early season goals then since you have a young team and you can kind of uh, work here through the non-conference before you get ready for EPAC play? I think the biggest thing is, is they, they teach them to compete. No matter, you know, face adversity, you've got to answer adversity and how you handle it. Because the, in the girls' game of basketball, if you can't handle adversity, you know, one turnover leads into two, and two turns into eight, before you know that you're 15 to 20 turnovers. So for us, it's learning how to compete through adversity and, and I mean, they know the system that we're trying to establish and the culture we're trying to build. Uh, they're playing hard. And, you know, right now, that's that, that's step one for us. And then for you being not only the girls' basketball coach but also the football coach there at Hedgesville, what was the uh, transition like for you going from the end of the football season and then immediately having to start getting ready for this girls' basketball season and get practices going and tryouts? Yeah, I mean, the good, the good thing I did is as I found out I got a job, of, you know, I established a, a good staff of you know, some young coaches and some veteran coaches. And, you know, even though we were still in the playoffs and trials were, were rolling, it was still able to, you know, count on those assistants to, you know, get stuff done while I was out. But at the end of the day, I, I'm invested in this just like I'm invested in football. And for me, it's, you know, getting this program turned around and, and back to where it belongs. And you mentioned invested in getting this program turned around. That's what you've done with the football program there. And uh, what kind of things did, do you take kind of as a coach? Uh, you know, obviously two different sports. One's played outside on the on field and one's played inside on a court. But, uh, you know, what kind of things do you take as a coach uh, from coaching football to coaching basketball and trying to revitalize a program? Uh, I mean, you know, we started three years ago in football when we Started saying trust the process, and, and, and that's where we're at now. We're in phase one of the process. And the process is, like I just talked about, is you know being able to play through some adversity and continuing to compete. You know, for, for me, taking it from football to basketball, I, you know, I don't coach it any different. You know, what you see on Friday nights on the game day, football-wise, is the same thing you're going to see on the sideline of basketball court. So for me, I'm I'm upbeat, energetic. I bring a lot of energy and passion to it. And, you know. My players beat all of them, so they're going to compete and play hard. Coach, uh, let's talk a little bit about your game here tonight. Uh, what have you seen out of this Greenbrier East team? What are some challenges that they have? Uh, they get after you. They press. Uh, you know, they're really, really fundamental in the offense. Then they got a lot of a lot of girls that can handle the ball. And, you know, the number five down there. You know, the game that I scouted, she had another half. So for us going into, it, we got a game plan. Uh, try to eliminate her but at the end of the day you know box out rebound play physical play smart play fast and i think that's you know that's what we are going to have to do in order to to win this game is you know control the ball play smart and play fast outrun a little bit coach frank Larth, are we a hundred percent confident that um the officials tonight are going to be able to handle both you coaching on one side and then governor jim justice <laughs> coaching on the other side I don't know. They better prepare themselves. <laughs> I'm afraid that uh, they don't know what they've signed up for, but best of luck to you guys in that. And just talk to us about everybody that you have on your team this year. 
I mean, it starts it starts with our seniors, uh, Kelsey Van Dyne, Kaylee Laughlin, Amelia Fouts, and Lakey Copenhaver. Uh, you know, they've been through the ups and downs of this program, and those four girls, you know, elected to stay and be part of this. And, you know, they're leading the team right now. And, you know, they come to practice every day. We talk about bringing the juice to practice. They bring the energy. They bring the effort. And, you know, those four are, are, are really key for us uh, in what we're trying to do. Uh, but we got, you know, we got one one big in uh, our center, you know, Olivia Cooper. Who's, you know, I think she's going to turn some heads this year. Big, physical, uh, strong girl down low. Uh, and we got a couple young girls in the sophomore and sophomore class and Jasmine Brown and our freshman point guard right now, Maggie Boyer, who uh, I think is going to be a really good uh, guard down the road for the next four years. And, Coach, you know, some of those players that you mentioned, they're multiple sport athletes at Hedgesville. Um, how does do you think that that helps, uh, like, maybe when, uh, you know, saying that, you know, you're obviously a multi-sport coach, but these athletes are multi-sport athletes. How does that help them kind of, uh, you know, want to take leadership of a team? Well, if you look at it, our, a lot of these girls are either volleyball or softball girls. The one girl we got uh, – uh, Natalie, she she comes from soccer, so with all three of those programs have had success. So they know what success takes, what it takes to have success, and you know, you know what it takes to practice to build that 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 success. So them moving moving over from programs such as volleyball, soccer, and softball, it's an easy transition for them to become leaders because you know when they show up, they come ready to work, and that's what we've been asking them to do. And, I'm a big multi-sport guy. You know, my kids, Eli and Levi, they both play multiple sports. And I think it transitions well across the board. You know, normally your leaders in other sports become leaders in the other sports when they move on to football, basketball, baseball, softball, whatever it is. So it's been a good transition for us. Coach Faircloth, thanks for the time. Best of luck tonight. And uh, we'll have a few of your games on TV10 this year. All right, fellas. I can't wait. I appreciate it. All right, head coach for the Hedgesville girls basketball program, Matt Faircloth, our guest. And you guys may know him as head coach for the Hedgesville football team that turned him around over the last few years, making a playoff appearance this year. Uh, But um, we'll just go down uh, the games that we have for them. We we had a game scheduled, but we had to change the schedule due to a, a due to our Monday night show, uh, but we'll have their game at Musselman on January 5th, their game at Martinsburg January uh, 12th, and then their game at Washington January 26th, and then at Spring Mills on February 16th. Uh, later today, check out the Facebook page. We'll have the full broadcast schedules for all three uh, girls, EPAC, boys EPAC, and then Shepherd basketball but that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just a compliance store any longer, cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, and his family-owned and operated right here in Martinsburg at 360 Hack Wilson Way. You can go to Orsini's.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll be joined by Ronnie Fitzpatrick, new head coach for the Martinsburg Lady Bulldogs basketball program, as uh, we'll talk to him for the first time as he's coming at the coming from Musselman as an assistant coach. We'll talk to him after this two-minute break. You're tuned in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Hi. 
Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the We are a Platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger, we carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be. Join us every night to relax and enjoy football or basketball games featuring either the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Shepherd University Rams, or West Virginia Mountaineers. We will have steak night every Wednesday, trip nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. You can find us on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. The American College of Emergency Physicians recently announced that WVU Medicine Berkeley Medical Center's Emergency Department has once again achieved the Bronze Standard Level 3 Geriatric Emergency Department accreditation. This program recognizes emergency departments that provide excellent care for older adults and have geriatric-appropriate equipment and supplies available. Berkeley Medical Center's Emergency Department is one of two geriatric-accredited emergency departments in West Virginia. WVU Medicine, leading healthcare here and everywhere. Hi, this is Caleb Wilkerson with Boats and Soaps Cleaning Services, a fully mobile, veteran-owned and operated business. We provide commercial and residential cleaning services, mobile auto detailing, as well as vacancy clean-out services serving within 60 miles of the Martinsburg, West Virginia area. Call us Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 p.m. at 304-268-9198. Again, that's 304-268-9198. Or check us out on Facebook, Boats and Soaps Cleaning Services. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you, and we'll now join by another girls basketball coach here in the EPAC. Another new girls basketball coach in the EPAC that's head coach for the Martinsburg Lady Bulldogs, head coach Ronnie Fitzpatrick. How are you doing today, coach? Doing real well. How about yourself? We're doing good. And uh, so you take over this Lady Bulldogs program, but you were an assistant at Musselman for the last few years, correct? Correct, yes. I've been at Musselman for the last six years. Uh, what uh, what do you what do you take now as a head coach from being an assistant coach? Uh, I mean, it, it, a lot of same things. Um, I guess some of the, the biggest things is the, the behind the scenes logistics, um, a little bit more responsibility there. Um, but I think you know the goal is still the same: is to uh, try to help these young ladies achieve their goals, um, try to put them in, in a program um, that provides those opportunities. Um, so that part's the same, but you know, you got a little bit more behind the scenes logistics. Coach, uh, this is Nick Verzellini. Um, so you make the transition here to being the head coach of Martinsburg. How'd that kind of opportunity come about for you? Well, so, um, you know, Kyle, uh, Triggs, who was here previously, um, had done an outstanding job. Um, so I didn't really believe that the, uh, the opportunity, would open open itself up, um, but it did. Um, I have always strived to to become a head coach if that opportunity presented itself. Um, a little bittersweet. Um, I still 
a lot of people at Muffman that I care a ton about. Um, so it was, it, was a, it was a tough decision, um, but I, I think for me, it was it, it was something that I wanted to do, something that, a challenge that I wanted to take on. Um, I've always felt like I, I had something that I could give um, to a program. Um, so I applied, and uh, here we are today. Coach Fitzpatrick, Colin here. Thank you for being on the show. What's the transition been like, not only for you but uh, for the team at Martinsburg as well? Well, it's it's been a good transition. Um, everybody um, over at the uh, Martinsburg um, school athletic department has been extremely helpful, um, uplifting, supportive. Um, got a really good group of girls. Um, you know, it's it's. It's been a good transition, it, it, a lot easier than, than I expected. Um, you know, you, you don't know when you're walking into a, a new environment, especially coming from, you know, one, one of your competitors, um, welcoming it'll feel. Um, but it, it, it's been great. You know, uh, Trent Sherman, the, the principal, um, Davis Moore, the athletic director, and then just numerous um, teachers and, and admin from around the school have all been extremely supportive. Um, the parents have been welcoming. And uh, um, it's, it's, been, it's been a good transition. So excited about that. And, and then the, the kids themselves um, have opened their arms, um, have given me a chance to, uh, to show them what I have. And uh, the, the thing, the word and the term that we've kind of been using is uh, the room is right right now. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a room filled with kids willing to learn, coaches willing to teach. And uh, it's a good room. It's a good room. And you guys, I believe, according to the schedule, you begin the season tonight at the Hampshire uh, tip-off tournament playing Sharando. You get two games in this weekend, and then you have all next week to practice. And then uh, I believe next Saturday you're playing Fairmont Senior, and then on the 12th you're going to play Allegheny. Uh, these two games, the first two games to start the season, and then you get some, you know, a week off to practice. How do you think that going having these two games and then having some practice will help you guys build off what you need to learn after these two games? A ton, a ton. Um, you know, starting in, with a new program, you know, I implemented a, a, a lot of things that I like to do and the team that I, I, I want us to kind of become. Um, but you don't know how that's going to be. We, we, we did have two scrimmages, um, but you still never know when, when the lights really come on how we're going to respond. Um, so we, we get that opportunity tonight. Um, we got Sharando at six. So we'll see where we are. Then tomorrow we play. Um, it depends on, you know, how we do tonight on what we'll play tomorrow. But then, you know, following that, we, we'll, we'll get to review the film. We'll get to, you know, break down where we are, see what we need to improve on. And we have a whole week before we get back at it. So it's, it's, it's set up pretty nice for us to, uh, to kind of start the year out and, and see where we are and just to kind of teach and, and, and hopefully we, we continue to grow. Coach, last year was a uh, disappointing season for Martinsburg after – you know, some really good seasons in the past. So how do you kind of get the program back to that success? And what, I guess, have you seen from this year's team uh, that maybe you didn't see when you were watching them from afar last year? You know, Martinsburg has always been a, a dominant force. And like I said, you know, um, Kyle and his staff, I, I believe, did did a great job, um, you know, throughout their time here and, and left the program in a really good situation. Um Things happen throughout a year um, that can make, you know, things go. I, I wasn't here, so I, I, I don't know. Um, but the biggest thing that I've noticed is um, we seem to be a lot better than, than what the record would have shown last year. 
Um, but you know, as the season goes, right now we're kind of getting hit with the uh, the, the flu bug. Um, excuse my voice because I, I was down for the last few days. Um, but so you don't know what, what can kind of contribute to, to the factors of, of, of what's going on in and out of the season. Um, but I, I'm really positive. Um, I like to see things in, in a positive manner, and the way we, we we're winning each day. Um, leads me to believe that we, we can um, have a lot better season um, than last year. So um, I'm excited about moving forward. Um, the girls seem to be excited about moving forward in that same direction. Um, so we're just going to continue to plug, continue to try to win each day, and, uh, and hopefully we can produce some, some, some better numbers. Coach, I want you just now to uh, go into who is on the uh, squad for your team this year. So um, – we will have two seniors. Um, one one of the seniors actually didn't play last year, and then the other senior is actually uh, um, my daughter um, from Musselman. So um, we'll just have two seniors. Um, we've got a nice uh, junior class. Um, uh, Cadence Bradley, um, really good size. Um, um, we've got a, 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 a Nia. Um, we've got um, Brooklyn Medina. Um, we've got a, 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 a nice junior class, and then we're kind of young after that. Um, we're ch- challenging some of these freshmen that are coming in. Um, I won't really get into names and things of that nature, but um, we, we've got some young girls um, that I see a lot of potential in, um, and that's the sophomores and freshmen. That We're, we're, we're going to challenge them. We're, we're not going to wait for them to, you know, work their way. We're going to, you know, we're, we're going to put them to the test right away. Um, and I mean tonight and, and tomorrow um, that we'll go look at the film and, and, um, and, and go from there. But I'm, I'm really positive. So we'll be young this year. Um, but I think that the, the, with, 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 the, with the two seniors and the junior leadership and then the young talent and, 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 and mixture there, I, I, think, I think we'll be a well-rounded team. And, Coach, you kind of hit on it a little bit there, but what are your goals as a head coach this year for your team? You know, of course it's to win a state title. Um, I don't think any coach would be telling you the truth if they say that that's not um, their goal. Um, But one of the things that I talk to the team a lot about, and this was um, in conditioning and, uh, um, you know, even even before we were able to pick pick a basketball up, um, in the off-season program, um, is l- let's win every day. Let's let's we don't need to, you know, have a scoreboard, if you will, um, to win. So my biggest goal is is for us to continue to grow every day, continue to put the right effort, you know, in, in, into what we're doing. Continue to work together. Continue to stay positive. And I think by doing that on a daily basis, day in and day out you're going to have some, some, some of the results that you want. Um, but, of course, it's to win a state title. Of course, it's to win the region, and the section comes along with that. Um, but none of that, I don't believe, can happen if we don't win each day, if we don't do the right process to get there. So um, those are my goals, is to make sure that we're, we're, we, we have the right process and we trust that process day in and day out. All right, Coach Fitzpatrick, thanks for the time and uh, best of luck at the uh, Hampshire tip-off tournament. And uh, we'll see you a few times down the line this year with our TV10 broadcast. Awesome. I really appreciate the time, guys. Thanks a lot and see you soon. 
So you assume that's head coach, new head coach for the Martinsburg Lady Bulldogs. Ronnie Fitzpatrick takes over the program after Kyle Triggs leaves. Uh, and, you know, he just he had one down season, that being last year, but, uh, you know, very a very historically good Martin over the last 10 years Martinsburg girls basketball program. And uh, Coach Fitzpatrick coming in with a different mindset, new mindset, being an assistant for six years at Musselman. Um, you know, I think this could be a good thing for the Martinsburg team. The way that he was talking and the the just the vibe I was getting from him seems like he wants to make it back to what it used to be. Not that it wasn't a year ago; it's just some things happen, as he said. Yeah, I think uh, he seems to have a really positive attitude, and, and sometimes that new energy uh, can get a program back to where it once was. And it was only one down season, like you said, Spencer. So uh, the historical talent is still there, and anytime you coach a team. You know, at Martinsburg High School, I think they do have athletes. They, you know, are successful in most of their sports. So um, you're expected to see, you know, a good team. And I think he definitely has a, has a good mindset heading into the season. I think uh, it should be an exciting year. Interested to see how Hedgesville and Martinsburg do this year with new head coaches. Yeah, we know they had some injuries last year as well that really – uh caused a lot of the outcome to kind of have that down season for Martinsburg so hopefully everybody's healthy and hopefully the entire EPAC as a whole everybody's healthy because even towards the end of the year we remember with Jefferson and I think Spring Mills might have had a few as well when they went down to stage some injuries so yeah uh but girls basketball began I believe Wednesday night was the official start of the season uh we've got two now we'll talk to two out of the six head coaches uh we'll try to talk to all head coaches for both boys and girls next week it'll be some packed shows uh but uh kind of started it a little later had some trouble with our schedule but again if you want to see our schedule probably about 1 30 check the tv 10 facebook page it's already up um on twitter on twitter but uh haven't gone to facebook want to make sure i when i go on facebook that i'm able to at all the athletic departments in the schools so they can see it and uh just wanted to get it out to the athletes last night because i saw some athletes on twitter uh you know liking it so was happy to do that but uh you know getting a question from kathy cloud who'll be doing the broadcasting of the basketball games it will be uh the three of us and dylan will kind of rotate out uh throughout the year on everything yeah sharing is caring sharing is caring we're all gonna kind of get we haven't really formulated who's our broadcast teams yet uh it's still transitioning from football uh, but we'll get that done here in the next week or so. Before we start, I believe next Friday night we'll have our first EPAC high school game. It'll be uh, Musselman versus Greenbrier East. Then we'll have two games on the next Saturday. It'll be Greenbrier East at Spring Mills. And for boys and then girls, who's what's the girls team playing? I'd have to double check. It's Bridgeport. Bridgeport yes, at Spring Mills. We'll have that game for you next Saturday. Those two games, back-to-back doubleheader. But that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On their side of this break, uh, we'll talk a little bit about what we're doing tonight. Shepherd basketball-wise. And then uh, we'll talk. take a look at the Commander Steelers and Ravens, the rest, rest of the NFL. After this two-minute break, you're tuned in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 back in two minutes.
This is Eric at Hancock Chevrolet. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hancock Chevrolet, it is that easy. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a new or used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hancock Chevrolet will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are, and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it. No questions asked. Why waste your time in a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Cumberland to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hancock Chevrolet absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HancockChevy.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want, and your new ride will be delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. Burke Schultz, Harmon, and Jenkinson, where accident, injury, and disability lawyers with over 120 years combined local trial experience. When injury or illness has stopped you from working, you may be eligible for Social Security disability. Ron Harmon has been winning disability claims for over a quarter of a century. Don't hire some out-of-state firm. Ron Harmon's in Martinsburg. He will meet with you right here in our office. Get a local lawyer you can trust. Call 304-LAWYERS for a free consultation. 304-LAWYERS or 304-263-0900. At the Berkeley County Health Department, our motto is prevent, promote, protect. Since 1935, our mission has been to provide clinical and environmental services to protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by offering a wide range of services, including blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, counseling, lab testing, and more. We perform health inspections to make sure the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix for Friday, December, December 2nd, 2022, brought to you in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors. John Everson and Phil McCoy. You can call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices right here in Martinsburg at 1270 Winchester Avenue. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you. Uh, last segment today, uh, we'll have two well, we'll have two Shepherd basketball games tonight. It'll be the Shepherd kind of weekend, I guess. We'll have the Shepherd football game tomorrow, obviously, 1230 pregame, 1 p.m. tip-off at IUP. Nick and Travis will be on the call. Uh, and then today we'll start our uh, broadcast schedule for Shepherd uh, men's and women's hoops. They always play their double headers at the Butcher Center. So we'll start tonight with a 5:30 tip off uh, for Shepherd women versus Slippery Rock, and then around a 7:30 tip off for men's versus Slippery Rock. And I'll get going on TV 10 WRNR TV on YouTube at 5 p.m. with pregame coverage. Um, guys, we'll start with women's. Obviously, we we kind of talked about it a little earlier on it was it's definitely going to be a rebuilding season for this team under uh, new head coach julie kaufman oh and five to start the year um and the slippery rock team's a pretty darn good team yeah they're the opposite five and oh coming into tonight's matchup playing some pretty solid basketball there at the rock so hopefully tonight things change and Shepard can make they're five and one interesting oh they had a game they recently, lost, I guess. No, they lost their first game of the year. 
Ah, that's what it was. I had it flipped. The men's the men team's the 5-0. Five five yeah. My apologies. The women's team's 5-1. and one, Men's team's 5-0. and Still oh. much better than Shepard. When it looks at the record, yes. So yeah. hopefully they can stay competitive tonight because, as we said, it's rebuilding season, so you just want to see little things uh, kind of progress yeah. later on in the year. Yeah, I mean, hopefully Shepard you know, be a little bit more competitive in this game and execute, but I would argue Coach Kaufman is in one of the toughest situations yes. in college basketball to take over a program uh, in the circumstances that she took over. You know, when Coach Kauf- or Coach uh, Eckleberry left after contract negotiations really didn't go the way she wanted them to, so she leaves, and it was very unexpected. So then, all of a sudden, Shepard's scrambling to find a head coach, and then, of course, when you have a coach leave. And the, the players are going to leave the way that it is. Yeah, players graduating, so you know people transfer out. You lose your best player that was going to come back, and Abby Beeman. She transfers to Marshall, and you know now you're just kind of last second trying to find players to put together a roster essentially. And you have a few players returning, but they didn't really get much playing time. So it's a very un- inexperienced team. They haven't played a whole lot together. And you have a new head coach and a lot of young players. So it's going to be a tough start to the year. It's going to be a tough season, something that Shepherd women's basketball hasn't experienced recently. So it's going to be really, I'd say since you know, before coach Eck got there. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be a brand new kind of experience. So coach Kaufman's in a very tough situation, but uh, like you said, Colin, I think it's all about progress. Can you show improvement game to game and, and get better? And then eventually, maybe toward the end of the year, you start putting some wins together and maybe you end up uh, building momentum heading into next year. But in terms of expectations for this season and for tonight, you, your, your expectations should be low because it, it's just a very tough situation. Yeah, it's a very tough situation. And when you look at the stats for this team, and, and I mean, this would be expected that your, you know, your two biggest contributors right now are Kara Miner, who was the one of the big returners, the the only senior on this team, and then Megan Shipley, who played as a true freshman last year, got a lot of minutes, didn't see a lot of scoring, but now developing into her second year, leading the team, averaging 10.4 points a game. Kara Miner with 9.6 a game. Sydney Boyles returns. I don't think she played very much last year, if I remember correctly, and she started in all five games, obviously out of necessity because she has the experience on this team, averaging 9.4 points a game. Uh, newcomer in Peyton Grant, she's getting uh, she's getting the starts as well. Uh, she's scoring nine points a game. And then Kendall Haggerty, a transfer in, uh, she's getting 6.2 points a game. But that's their really their starters this year. Um, and Madison Mertz is – and uh, De'Ara Harrison are the only two players that have seen other two players that have seen time in all five games this year. Um, and, and you know when I look at this team, their biggest kind of misnomer is the offensive glass. They're getting extremely out rebounded on the offensive glass, which means their total rebounds are getting out rebounded by, and they're turning it over a bunch. And, you know, they just really, it doesn't appear they have an identity yet. And that's what happens when you have a brand new coach. It's a brand new coach, a brand new team that's, as you said, only played five games together now. Yeah. So it's kind of what the expectation is. But uh, that will be a 5 p.m. pregame coverage will begin uh, with myself and Dylan Bishop. And then the men's game will be Nick and Dylan. Uh, 
Shepherd men's three and two on the season. Uh, they got a win on Sunday, sixty six fifty five over Bowie State. That then before that Tuesday before Thanksgiving, seventy four sixty two over Lincoln. So they're riding back to back wins and winners of three of their last four games with an overtime win, seventy seven seventy three over Wheeling back on November twelfth. Nick, what do you see in this game? Well, I think Slippery Rock is five and zero, oh, and obviously, you know they have good teams and most of their programs there at Slippery Rock. But I think there's an opportunity for Shepard to make the game close tonight. Um, you know, you look at the Rocks, some of their opponents aren't necessarily powerhouses in Division Two. So I think while they are 5-0, and maybe Shepard has played some tough opponents. They played a ranked team in West Liberty to begin the year. So we'll see how Shepard uh, gets better. They're a very young team for Shepard even though they are like experienced in, in some ways, they have a lot coming back from last year, but not a whole lot of experience in terms of age. Uh, only one senior on the team. So we'll see how they develop throughout the year as well. But three and two start. I think they have a chance to make things interesting potentially tonight being at home, um, it being a Friday night. Hopefully they can get a good crowd out there to get some home courts uh, advantage. Um, but Slippery Rock's a pretty good team, obviously being 5-0 and and having a lot of experience. So we'll see how the two teams match up. The Rock doesn't shoot the ball well from three, so if Shepard can get the three-point going, maybe uh, they could have the advantage there. They could have the advantage, but it all begins tonight. 5 p.m. TV 10 WRNR TV on YouTube pregame coverage. 5.30 tip between Shepard women and Slippery Rock women, then 7.30-ish tip between Shepherd men and Slippery Rock men. Uh, we've got about a minute or so, two minutes left on the program. Last night, the Bills beat the Patriots 24-10, to 10, just as I expected. I believe Nick picked the Patriots. Yeah, I was in on the yeah, Patriots. Why not? Uh, but uh, that game seemed squarely in the hands of Josh Allen. And then on Sunday, the Commanders take on the Giants at 1 p.m. Pre-game coverage from the Commanders Radio Network will begin at 11 a.m. Washington favored by two and a half. There's a good shot Chase Young plays in this game. Still listed as questionable, uh, but there's a good shot he plays. I hope. I've been waiting so long for Chase Young to finally get some action this year. Even though the defense has been playing really well, one of the best defenses as of right now in the NFL, he, I feel like when he is back in, it's going to add a whole nother level to this defense because the offenses of the opponents will have to game plan and focus on him as well they can't leave him out it's a pick your poison situation when he's back and fully healthy for this team and the defense is what's leading Washington right now and I think they do this week to get the win yeah and and, you know they really I believe just need to split with the Giants uh, to make the playoffs or have a good chance of making the playoffs if they can win their predicted games it'd be cool they get a bye week next week so we'll see how things go the Giants don't have a bye week uh, but the Steelers are at the Falcons they're favored by one on Sunday that's an interesting uh, line there. And then the Ravens host the Broncos also at 1 p.m. Sunday. They're favored by 9.5, but uh, they've been pretenders lately, Nick. Just your quick thoughts on this game. Yeah, I mean, they're at home and the Broncos are bad. So, I mean, they're worse than Jacksonville, and they were on the road at least for Jacksonville. So, better win this one. All right, that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix tonight. 5 p.m. pregame, 5.30, 7.30 between Shepard and Slippery Rock on the basketball side. Shepard IUP tomorrow at 12.30, 1 p.m. kickoff.